0: Do you know who you are, Simba?
1: (laughs) Not really. That's okay. I just know that everything the light doesn't touch is New Jersey, and that's where I'm from.
0: (laughs) You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Discovery of colossal proportions. It was tricky trapping trap inch. The Reggie brothers heard what you said about
2: them. Halloween? More like Halloween.
0: <laughs> and more on this episode of GoCast. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 67 of the GoCast Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. I'm joined. This week, by Kyle. Hiya. And special returning guest, if you can believe it. Well, geez, when was the last time we talked? Marsh, I think? Something like that. It's uh, Justin, also known as JCPix3, or also Pop Punk Pokemon. Hello, Justin. How are you? Hello. What's up, guys? how's it how's it going what do you uh, you want to clue people in on what your setup right now is what you're doing
1: oh this is just how much I love you guys all right so I made it work (sighs) real quick just I I had to go and see um Kevin Smith's new film Jay and Silent Bob reboot and it's only playing in select theaters tonight and um Thursday night so I had to drive an hour out of my way to go and see this flick right so it starts in about 90 minutes and I have tickets to go right so instead of (laughs) like Setting up at home for the podcast, doing it all nice and cozy, I decided to take the show on the road and set up in my truck. So I'm literally sitting in a parking lot in Oxnard, California, with a mic in hand, laptop going, bumping off the hotspot on the phone, and everything is fully portable. I should. I'll, I sent Chris a photo. Maybe he'll post it or something. It's pretty great.
0: I will definitely. It'll be the photo that goes with <laughs> probably great. part of this episode. Definitely. I'm pretty yes. proud of myself for this setup. <laughs> I'll go. I will definitely share that because it's it brought joy to my heart. So I'm sure it'll bring joy to everybody else's. But you know, Justin, if you had said, "Hey, man, could we could we reschedule?" I would have said yes. But I, you know, more than more than being willing to be flexible with the recording schedule. I just admire your perseverance and your dedication, so we're going to roll with this, because you sound great. Go so. big or go home, <laughs> brother.
1: Go big or go home.
0: Exactly. Okay, so we're reminiscing like old friends, because that's that's true. But for those of you at home that are listening who might not know who Justin is, Justin, would you like to fill them in? What are you about, especially in relation to Pokemon
1: Go? I am a Pokemon Go Instagram photographer. It's kind of like the general gist of it. I... um. Right now, I'm doing a project where I'm trying to photograph every Pokemon in Generation 1 as I'm playing through Generation 1, so it's a little bit of a story through it. So I'm calling it my Go Snapshot playthrough of Blue. So you can find that on my Instagram, which is where I do most of my posts, but I also occasionally will throw them out on Twitter as well, in addition to a bunch of, you know, Spice Girl memes and pop-punk references and (laughs) bands you should like.
0: Awesome. I I do have to weigh in because I think since the last time we talked... The Canto, uh, the blue playthrough of your Instagram project was kind of in its baby stages, its planning stages. And it since was then it's yeah. really, yeah, it's flourished. I, I love every single one of those pictures. I try to catch them on all the different mediums that they're posted. They're really awesome. They're fantastic. Thanks,
1: man. I appreciate that.
0: Absolutely. So keep keep it up. So yeah, we have a very talented AR photographer with us and just a great guy. And one of the other more uh, impressive things about him and his play style, Justin, you are a completely free-to-play player, isn't that right? That is correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: since the fruition of the game, I've been free-to-play.
0: Well, what sort of like strategies or, you know, achievements do you have as a free-to-play player that are super notable?
1: Ooh, well, I try, try, try as hard as I can to get 50 coins a day. Which some days easier than not, depending on whether or not I have to work that day and things like that. But that's the real, true grit and grind of it: is to like keep up with that. If you if that slows down, then the engine slows down, and it, and it gets a lot harder. But it's a constant grind, and uh, some would say I actually saw this analogy on Twitter earlier today, and I thought it was perfect. Like Pokemon Go is not a pay to win game, but it can be pay to play, and if you pay to play, then you get to run. And if you are free to play, then you just walk. And I'm a pretty patient person, so I'll stroll through this game. And I don't care how long it takes for me to get to places, but I'll get there eventually, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I also think that that sentiment is definitely going to be brought up in conversation again as we get into some of the topics this week. But I'm getting way ahead of myself. We'll talk more about Justin and where you can find him at the end of the show and, of course, in the show notes. So tuck in for that. But first, before we get the ball rolling completely major shout out to our brand new patrons abriel and david thank you guys so much for your support and we hope that you enjoy the discord okay so kyle yes from the dead recording you and i did definitely set goals Yes. I communicated them in my solo recording last week, which I hope I never have to do uh, again. That was <laughs> four, what 41 minutes, something like that. Oh yeah. boy, okay. I'm really lucky those notes were already written up, I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> but we have some goals set up and let's let's check in. So we'll talk about trap inch when we get to our trap inch in retrospect in the news in your just a minute. But other than that, you wanted to get to 25 on your UNOVA metal. I guess now's as good a good time as any to do our UNOVA metal check-in. No, 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 Kyle, Kyle, look, Kyle, look, Kyle,
2: look, okay. All right, I'm I'm waiting. Nests rotated, so there are no more gen five nests like in my area at all in the like five or six zones that my discord spreads. I'm still not spending any money, so I'm hatching one egg at a time. So all of the stuff that I need is basically behind those two barriers right now.
0: Okay, fair enough. So, All right, I, I can, uh, you get a pass. You get a pass. I did get to
2: 24, so oh, I got, okay, I got one. Oh, okay, that's pretty close. <laughs> I, I hatched a, a Heatmore.
0: Oh, yeah. Room, so That big, goofy Anteater Pokemon. Absolutely, yeah. yes. Okay. Um, in addition to that, though, you wanted to get 200,000 Stardust? You know, I'm going to say I did that.
2: But I spent so much Stardust for my other goal that I don't actually know how much I got. <laughs>
0: okay. So, and your other goal was making your Sinister Cup team. How far did you get? I did half of it. I got I got three done,
2: and okay. I've got like a couple more that are prospects potentially happening. But I'm real low on Stardust right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. What did you what you power up for, inquiring minds? Chris is really going to make me
2: say it. He, know, he knows yes, the answer. He knows I do. Answer. I powered up a Bastiodon, but <laughs> the Bastiodon was like 600-something CP, and I only had like 25 or 30 Bastiodon candy, and it didn't oh have my a gosh. second move. So a lot, of, yep. a lot of people probably not be so happy. I used... 270 rare candy. Nice. And maybe 290.
0: Uh, yeah, that's, that's not too awful. bad.
2: And also that's 300 not some not odd thousand Stardusts. <laughs> oh,
1: God, what were the what were the stats on that Bastion? Yeah, were they
2: good? Or? Let me remind myself. Where were
1: they ranked? Uh, I do not know
2: that one off the top of my head, but not great. He's, uh, he's 15, oh, dear. Uh, 15, 10, 10. So but okay I, I have not caught very many shield ons anyways so you know got to work with what i got yeah that's fair it hurt
0: awesome it's <laughs> hurt
1: well hey you you did it for the goal i have a a, a top one percent bastidon so i got nice. lucky but i, I almost Whoa. had the same suffer the same fate as yours well yeah the only the only thing that would make it like the number one slot is if the defense and hp were switched so mine is a uh uh, it's a 12-14-15, and if it was a 12-15-14, yeah. it would have been, like, the number one slot. But it's just as good. It's, like, a 99.2%, Yeah, something well, like
0: that's that. that's close enough. You're not going to, you know, drive yourself
1: crazy trying to get another one, you know. Love the one you're with, man, you know. Exactly. <laughs> I f- I feel your pain, though, because I, I think mine was at somewhere around, like, 700 CP, and I, I didn't have that many shield on, so I spent so many rare yeah. candies, and I didn't have the second move, and I added it, too. So. Oh,
0: man. Oh, geez. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, all the dust.
0: Let's wrap up goals really quick. I also wanted to get 200,000 Stardust. You know, I don't think I actually did that. I have not played as much as I would have liked to this week, but with all of the late night editing sessions. <laughs> and then 30 of my Unova medal. Uh, that was kind of a stretch, and I only got to 27. I also realized that I was walking my uh, doo and I'm not even getting close to 100 candies on that one. So I just, you know. Lack of strategy, lack of literally any applied thought to what I was doing this week. I'll, I'll have to amend that for next week, but that's next week. We'll get there later on in the show. Okay. Justin, anything notable happened to you
1: since March? <laughs> 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 well, let's see. Uh, How about like
0: the past week? Well, anything fun? Anything cool?
1: So I have like kind of a super nest near where I live and. I can bike to it in like six or seven minutes and it's this giant butterfly preserve and it extends all the way from like the woods to the beach. So it's, it's huge. But if, if you're walking it, it's not as great, but if you're on a bike, it's, it's epic. And it was Sneasel the previous rotation. Um, and I, I wound up getting 12 shiny Sneasels. 12? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> wait, wait. How many Sneasel did you catch? Uh, in the neighborhood of 600 or so
0: that's still way
1: that's way under insane. odds dude. yeah, yeah. Oh i hit gosh. it pretty hard like just about every night for two weeks i think i missed like three nights or so but just about every night and uh every morning i hit it pretty hard i would i would like cap myself at like a hundred or so on average per day and if i got to a hundred that was cool if i got more then bonus time but usually i would stop when i got to hundred checks
2: wow that's that's crazy that's
1: the
0: free-to-play mentality right there man you know just hit it hard grind it out oh awesome
1: i want a nest like that (laughs) yeah well it's it's a lot of work because it's like up and over the hill and through the woods and the only real like efficient part of it is like the the chunk that's in a field but there's no pokestops there's zero pokestops in that chunk of the nest I mean, even in the entire nest, there's a total of one, two, three, like four Pokestops in one gym total. And they're not next to each other. Like each one is like a quarter mile from the other. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. So you have okay. to go in there with like full balls. And luckily, like where I work, there's a gym and a Pokestop. So I just run my Go Plus and it just fills me up during the day. And then I go out at night and play. So I've gotcha. got like a super efficient system working for me.
0: That's the dream setup right there. you know yeah, it's pretty good. Not mad about it. Awesome. Okay, well, let's hop into the news here. Okay, so Trapage community Day happened this past weekend on Saturday. And uh, well, this one wasn't so straightforward as the other ones. All the features and stuff made it seem like it would be. But this is the first community day after the spawn mix up the The reassessing of spawn points, whatever you want to refer to it as. So before we hop into that shining goals, Kyle, you wanted to get six, six. I How did, did you do that? I did
2: not get six.
0: I got three three okay well that is a family
1: that's good enough three is you know uh, i wanted to get 10 i only got six justin how'd you do well i only had 90 minutes to play and i checked 73 trap inch and got zero shinies
0: oh no yeah uh
1: yeah i'm but i'm not mad about it i mean like it happens but that's what trading is for you know <laughs> that's
0: true unfortunately that was a pretty common Sentiment across the the global community. Uh there were tons of complaints about spawn rates. I don't think this is completely accurate, but Kyle mentioned to me because we were talking via Discord chat while the event was going on, we were in two different places. But like one in eight spawns were trap inch for him, where he was. For me, it was like probably two for every six or something like that, a little bit better, but still way lower. Did either of you play in a park? I played in a park, yes.
1: Okay. And Kyle, did you, I was in a a shopping mall. Okay. That I've, that I've done before. That's what I used to do. Like parking lots and shopping malls were used used to be pretty good. And since the change, I've noticed that because I lived near like a little strip mall area where there used to be like good hotspots and stuff. Sure. Yeah. That all has readjusted, but the park, the park got a little better. So I noticed that difference. That's about it. Other than that, it seemed about the same
0: yeah the number of spawns that i was seeing at the park near my house they they were good the spawns were there was a a great number of them there were pokemon all over the place but Mm. none of them seemed to be trap inch at least in the volume that they used to be well in addition to this whole like spawn kerfuffle reported spawn kerfuffle i suppose folks were also reporting that they were having difficulty obtaining earth power during the event window in you know the earlier time zones i didn't have any issue with earth power did either of the two of you
1: no i didn't have any issues with it but then again i didn't do my evolutions until after the event ended yeah same here which is when i usually do them anyways
0: yeah it seemed like it was people that before the event window was over before that extra hour they were having some issues i'm sure that we'll learn more about this as information comes out in the coming weeks because silk road loves to do that you know community gathering all that stuff. So uh, I, I guess we'll see. But uh, yeah, I mean, universally it just didn't seem that hot. So, yeah, I mean,
2: anecdotally, it was it was not hot for me. Chris has gone to the mall that I went to previously for other community days. And there's like a central hub in the mall with like four, five, six or five, Pokestops kind of overlap their regions, So the lures cause a ton of Pokemon to spawn right there. Usually I'll play it. I'll walk you know a quarter of the mall have to stop and catch because there's just too many. I almost didn't have to stop moving because there just wasn't that many, ignoring the fact that there weren't that many trap inch honestly, I lost interest about an hour and a half, two hours in, and we started shopping in the mall
1: mm-hmm. and I just was was catching casually and checking what I saw because so few were spawning. All right, let me ask, here's here's a question I've been dying to ask people. It's like, if this was three years ago, and if this wasn't Trapinch, and it was, say, Dratini, would people be saying the same thing? I don't think so, because there wasn't an expectation set. Exactly. Three years of expectations put this idea in people's mind that I should, I should be getting this. But the older I get, the more I learn to take the word should out of my vocabulary and I sleep slightly better at night. (laughs) That's true. Those are great words to
2: live by. But it is on Niantic for not communicating if things were changed because people, you know, two years of expectations do kind of build some kind. There's some kind of trust there that something is going to happen.
1: Yeah, I see you there. But again, this didn't happen to everyone. It just happened to some people. I had a lot of people in my community that got like 15, like, like double digits for the, a lot of people I kept reading online on Twitter were like, oh, first time ever, double digits, double digits. So for
0: sure. But I, I don't think it was, I don't think it was negatively impacting a few and the majority of people were okay. I think it was negatively impacting the majority of people and a few people were okay. Hmm. Maybe at least from the reports that I saw. But again, it's, it's really kind of hard to dial in. What's the vocal minority here? Are they being yes, so that's, loud? That's you know what sure. I mean? So, exactly. uh, Again, I, I think as great of a question as that is, though, too, I think we waiting for somebody to, to be, hey, this was the actual issue. This is the data we gathered and stuff like that. It would be much more telling because it is possible that, you know, the three of us just didn't have a good time. And that's just the way that statistics work sometimes. Oh, don't get me wrong. I had a great time. <laughs> yeah, I also had a great time. It's just less successful, I suppose, from a shiny count perspective. But, you know, lots of people out walked around. I did like six and a half miles of walking. It was great. Had a good time that's awesome
1: <laughs> yeah see that that's what it's all about man that's what it's all about six miles if you're not walking six miles
0: minimum it's <laughs> an unsuccessful community day
2: <laughs> I'll remind you of that in the future okay <laughs>
0: okay uh, all right so let's move on to the next piece of exciting news here we talked about this actually I'm not sure if we did talk about this or not I think it kind of broke last week after the recording but there is a new overall umbrella I guess, term for or name for the feature of stop and point of interest in general submissions and reviewing and stuff from Niantic for all of their games. It's going to be called Wayfarer. This information is coming from GoHub, although one of the quotes is from the Pokemon Go Live.com uh, article that they put up. So Niantic Wayfarer is a system that allows both Pokemon Go and Ingress players to review player submitted points of interest and accept or decline their inclusion into Niantic's map data. These POIs are called Wayspots, so not points of interest anymore. We're going to be referring to them as Wayspots in Niantic's Wayfarer lingo. Niantic has shared the following about Wayfarer. Here's the quote. Wayfarer has its origins in Operation Portal Recon, or OPR as it's referred to as Ingress Players, which was originally built to enable Ingress agents to nominate and review portals and enrich their gameplay experiences. With Niantic Wayfarer, eligible players will be able to review nominations of local points of interest, like museums, art installations, historical markers, etc., so they can be added to Niantic products, for example, portals, pokestops, and gyms. We value your perspective in helping us make our game experiences more meaningful. Now, upon first introduction of this entire thing to the general public, it was only and still is at this moment available to players of Ingress level 10 or higher with the kind of uh, implicit, actually it was an explicit promise of it being rolled out to Pokemon Go players by the new year. New information today, though is that it's going to start rolling out slowly to a limited number of Pokemon Go players without any idea of what the qualifications are for that person or requirements. Rather, for that, that trainer, it's going to start rolling out to some people the upcoming weeks. So uh, I think this is, is very needed. I guess the slow rollout they've been doing by country by country by country for Pocus Up nominations has been leading to kind of the strengthening the infrastructure for this the entire way.
1: Uh, I'm pretty jazzed about it. Justin, what do you think? I'm hype on it, man. I've been so stoked for just the Pokemon Go Stop submissions in general. Every time I see a new tweet about it, like, oh, uh, Pokemon Go Stop submissions, like, now available in the Philippines, now available in uh, Mexico, now available. Like, I'm like, ah, oh, not America. Ah, oh, not America. But I totally get it. Like, like America's got to be last. It's got to be. I mean, I would say, uh, I mean, I don't have any numbers in front of me, but I, I feel like America is easily one of the top five countries for the player base of this game. It's got to be, you know? So it makes sense that they would save it for last. I like the new name. Yeah. Warfare's pretty cool. And I like that they kind of put like, you know, a floor on it. It, it. Like you can't just start up a brand new account and start submitting. You have to have earned it, you know. I don't know how mm-hmm. long it takes to get to level 10 in Ingress. And I don't know what the Pokemon Go equivalent of that is. Too long. It's significant.
2: If you yeah. if you tunnel hardcore on just level 10, I think it's a minimum of six months. Wow. But like... Really? Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm confusing that with level twelve, which is the other step for the OPR. Mm. So, what's
1: the cap on the game?
2: I don't, I don't know how their levels actually work. I only learned enough
1: in regards Mm. to the OPR at the time (laughs) to see if it was worth the effort. (laughs) I considered starting playing Ingress for exactly that—to just like get to Pokestop nominations, you know, but like activate them as Ingress portal, like a kind of a, a roundabout way to get pokestop submissions because there's like a park behind where i live and stuff that isn't even mapped on open street map until i mapped it and things like that you know like my community is very small and is slowly growing and those kinds of things would i would love to see you know added to the game
0: i mean it'd be probably great for that butterfly sanctuary to have more than four (laughs) pokestops a quarter mile
1: apart Mm, yes and no i think i like that it doesn't have that many you don't want too much traffic going through there the whole point of that is it it's like a hike you know but it, it's made, it's a butterfly preserve, you know, that's where they migrate every year for a mating season. And like, you don't want man messing with that, you know? So I kind of like True. that there's not a lot of traffic going through there. It's really just kind of like university students running on their jog in the morning or in the evening, people who bicycle, because there's a lot of bike people in, in my area. And then like the occasional like bird watchers or, or just naturists that just kind of cruise through on their walks, you know? Um, so it's nice gotcha. that it's kind of, all to yourself almost just about every time I go out there, maybe I'll see a total of like five people in, in like three to five hours.
0: Yeah. That sounds really nice. Yeah. It, I guess you wouldn't want it to be overloaded, but
1: yeah, uh, maybe other people will
0: do it. And that would be kind of, well, I guess you could review them and be like, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe. no this is an
1: awful waste spot. No, <laughs> maybe I'm curious about the like viewers like us as, how does that work in Ingress? Where are the players allowed to, I know they're allowed to submit, but how does it work on the, like, feedback area of, like, oh, well, this qualifies or this doesn't qualify? It's...
2: It is also player-driven, yes. Interesting. Yeah. To, mm-hmm. to a degree, I think I think they have to be reviewed after the players
0: have
1: finalized them. Hmm.
0: Yes, and then they had to be also corroborated across multiple reviewers.
1: Ah, okay. Well, that's yeah. that's cool, because, I mean, I'm certain they get you know, thousands of, like, BS stuff every single day uh, when it's really mm-hmm. just trying to make people trying to make Pokestops like at their house or apartment or something, yeah. you know, like bench. <laughs> right. <laughs> this bench yeah, is so a landmark. You know? <laughs> in
0: the original post that Pokemon uh, Go Live put up on their website as well, that there's a bunch of really great videos about how how the process review process is going to look and the different steps in the process and such. Uh, we're not going to break it down now because it's actually pretty, pretty uh, lengthy. So we'll make sure we put links to that stuff in the show notes. But uh, very exciting. Every step towards a global submission process, especially for every Pokemon Go player, I'm assuming probably above level 10, is exciting. But not as exciting actually i guess it's up for argument but not as exciting i'm committing to uh this pokemon go halloween 2019 Woo! Woo! yahoo i mean halloween all right so pokemon go live.com <laughs> this is where the information is coming from we're just going to read the the feature bullet points and such when is it happening thursday october 17th so it'll be the day after this episode goes live 1 p.m pdt to friday november 1st at 1 p.m pdt as well So here, there's two sections of features. Some of these are permanent additions, and some of these are timed additions. So the permanent additions first. Features starting on October 17th. Rescue more Shadow Pokemon from Team Go Rocket. Be ready to rescue the following Pokemon from Team Go Rocket grounds at Pokestops near you. Weedle, Kakuna, Beedrill, Electabuzz, Magmar, Lapras. Oh, I want a Shadow Lapras. (laughs) sweet. Actually, hold the phone. Mareep, I want to shadow Mareep, baby. Dot Nuzleaf, Sableye, Trapinch, Cacnea, Shuppet, and Duskull. Hype. Thrilling threads in the Style Shop play dreadful dress-up with new avatar items, including a Zubat bag, a Pikachu onesie, a Cubone cap, a Litwick cap, and a Mimikyu bag. Ooh. Hype yeah okay kyle really quick before i move on as somebody who has donned an entire gengar outfit are you going to deviate a little bit for this year and maybe pick up one of these no <laughs> i knew no. the answer it's to a hard that question no. hard <laughs> <no>. i know <laughs> i knew it
2: i like the litwick cap i really do yeah but it, no i think I the pikachu
0: onesie is great it's delightful <laughs> Yeah. Also, lastly, for the permanent additions, a spooky shiny Pokemon makes its debut. If you're lucky, you might encounter shiny Yamask, which is also being added for the first time. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. We'll come back to to Yamask hype in in just a second, like literally right now, because here's the, the features that are happening from October 17th to November 1st. Don't be scared. More ghost and dark type Pokemon will be appearing in the wild in eggs and in raids ghastly murkrow and more will be appearing making its halloween debut is yamask the spirit pokemon confirming that this is the first time yamask is coming out uh yeah because if it was out i think we would know pokemon wearing creepy cute halloween costumes arrive in raids and in the wild some pokemon have donned costumes to celebrate halloween this year look forward to bulbasaur wearing Shedinja costumes Charmander wearing Cubone costumes, and Squirtle wearing Yamask costumes in raids. In the wild, (laughs) be on the lookout for Pikachu wearing Mimikyu costumes, which is so strange.
2: Double hype. It's It's so, oh, it's, okay, continue. (laughs) uh,
0: If you're lucky, you might encounter these alarmingly, (laughs) alarmingly adorable Pokemon as shiny Pokemon. Okay, so just to simplify it, the Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Squirtle with the costumes are in raids only, and the Pikachu in the Mimikyu costume is in the wild, and they can all be shiny, all four of those. Kyle, explain to me why Pikachu were in the Mimikyu costume, because Mimikyu's not out in the game yet. People might not know what it is. Why is that kind of weird? So for those who don't know, Mimikyu is a
2: ghost Pokemon Gen 7, and its whole thing is that basically it wants to be accepted by people. So it sees that Pikachu is very popular and very beloved. So it wears, you know, like a ragtag Pikachu costume over its ghostly form to like lure people in and trick people.
1: But it also like hates Pikachu. Like it's in the beginning. I've only seen the beginning of Alola region, but I know that it's constantly trying to like help team rocket, like use them as patsies to like further his (laughs) kill Pikachu (laughs) agenda. (laughs) <laughs> and, and so now pikachu is wearing a costume
2: of a ghost that is wearing a costume of pikachu
1: i love it i think it's great it's just <laughs> yeah. pikachu one-upping mimikyu and me like sup brah i got your skin on <laughs> i make this look good <laughs> yeah <laughs> or maybe pikachu is just so hype on himself he's like i'll just dress up as, as myself
0: if you were pikachu wouldn't you be hype on yourself
1: i mean yeah
0: <laughs>
1: i mean, Pikachu is uh, riding
2: like a twenty-year high. So I'm glad it's and
1: not it's a hat. True. I'm stoked on the costume. It looks adorable. Yes, that's the, yes, that's the real winner there. Yes, I,
0: I think so too. But this this is in contention for the real winner here. The pitch-black Pokemon makes its ominous debut in Pokemon Go. Darkrai will be appearing
1: in five-star raids. Oh
2: boy, stoked! Oh,
1: oh, 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 oh. Do you remember time. two weeks ago when everyone was I upset think... giartina was back? <laughs> yes
0: oh i'm i'm kind of upset that origin form isn't coming back
1: Yeah, well it, it probably guess. will but you know
0: it was just here not too long ago that's true What? Well, what last halloween
1: was it yeah, last it halloween in a year Jeez. I,
0: I it might have come back for something in between but i don't think I don't so think it did. no oh huh. man Oh, so it's yeah, it's been about a year. Goodness me. In addition to dark rye, we'll talk more about dark rye a little bit later. Don't think we're sleeping on it because we're definitely not. Frightful and fun field research tasks will be available for a limited time during this event. And in addition to that, in particular, you've received a spooky message. Check out your special research when the Halloween event begins, trainer. And you might face a forbidden Pokemon, which is it's Spirit Tomb. Because it's the it, forbidden it's Pokemon. Yeah,
1: don't Hey, yeah, don't spoilers.
0: <laughs> Bonuses for the entire event period. Two times catch candy, two times hatch candy. And two times, transfer candy. So if you're sitting on a pile of Zapdos from two years ago, like yours truly, and me. now is the time. <laughs> this is the year. It's going to happen. You keep telling yourself every single year, it's going to happen. Do yourself a favor. Please do it. <laughs> I can't. know they're legendaries. It hurts too much. <sighs> it does, but it hurts a little bit less when you get twice as much candy, I guess. Just, yeah, you know, you're right. Those bonuses are great. They're fantastic. Moving on. Okay. We got lots of stuff to cover here. This next piece of news is gigantic, colossal, one might say. Prepare for a colossal discovery. All these are also pulled from the PokemonGolive.com. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here well next week and the week after and the week after that as well. There's two main sections to this. Let's do the boring one first. Regirock, Regice, and Registeel reunite and return to raids. Hooray. Somebody's happy
1: about them. I'd love to meet them.
0: Date and time from...
1: Oh, are you happy about the Regice, really? Yeah, why not? They're cool Pokemon. Just because they're not so good in this game doesn't mean they don't deserve love. That's true.
2: Also, there are people who don't have them yet. Exactly. New
1: player base, man.
0: That's also true. Look, I'm not trying to leave anybody out. I'm just trying to uh, advise them, these Pokemon. Once you get one... You should be done.
1: (laughs) Well, Hey, (laughs) you get to transfer them for double candy. So there's your bonus.
0: That's true. Uh, all right. So when, when are these guys going to be in raids from November 1st? That's a Friday to Monday, November 4th. It's only for three days. Dang features during that window. Regirock, Regice and Registeel will be available to encounter in five-star raids. The following Pokemon will be appearing more often in the wild. Geodude, Magnemite, Swenub, Aaron and Sfeel pretty exciting. Uh, I'm always thrilled to have more opportunity to catch shiny magnemite I don't know how you guys feel about that, but
1: I have four. I'm good.
0: Oh jeez, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. The following pokemon will be hatching more often from eggs. Aerodactyl, that's good for somebody. Like for the old special research. I know that Aerodactyl is a step that a lot of people are stuck on. Shuckle, Sneasel, Skarmory, Snowrunt, and Beldum. With this very small three-day window event, we're also permanently unlocking, if you're lucky, you might encounter Shiny Regirock, Registeel, or Regice, but also Shiny Skarmory. Yes! This is the, uh, I think this is the highlight of this small event for me. I don't know how you guys feel about Shiny Skarmory, but Shiny Skarmory is pretty dope.
2: Oh, I think he looks awful, but I still am excited
0: for <laughs> you are gonna say awesome like no
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh no you uh, gotta look at it he looks like he's rusting And so what?
0: Everyone's a critic, dude. Come on. It is.
2: That doesn't mean I'm saying it looks bad. That's all. All
0: right. Well, you know what? It's a little grunge, okay? Like, come on. All right. Uh, There's also a bonus during that time, two times incubator effectiveness, which is great because they put a bunch of Pokemon in eggs that they want you to hatch. So thank you for that, Niantic. Okay. Here's the big deal. And this is something that I'm really excited to pick Justin's brain about. What we're going to do first is blow through all of the details, and then we'll circle back and talk about this event as a whole. So bear with me because there's quite a bit to dig through. A Colossal Discovery, a special research story event. This is all from the release that they put on their website and in game as well. A Colossal Discovery introduces a Pokemon originally from the center region that's closely related to Regirock, Regice, and Registeel. That's Regigigas. You can purchase a ticket to gain access to a unique limited time experience where you'll be challenged with a variety of tasks to earn an encounter with the Colossal Pokemon before it debuts in the X-Raids later in November. This event does not have a set location. If you have a ticket, you can take part wherever you can play Pokemon Go. When is this happening? The special research story event will be available on Saturday, November 2nd, from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. local time zone with a ticket purchase. Features include... A ticket to the special research story event will grant you access to a unique experience for you to play through during the specified time period. Access to this event comes with the following. A new special research story event featuring an early access encounter with Regigigas appearing in Pokemon Go for the first time. A colossal discovery medal. Which is awesome. Up to 10 additional raid passes at no cost during the special research story event time period when you spin a photo disc at a gym. These raid passes will not be available after the event period is over. And of course, you cannot hold more than one raid pass at once. Lastly, an Unova Stone, a Sinnoh Stone, and an exclusive avatar pose uh, from conducting the special research will also be awarded. The avatar pose is like a little hip hop, a little sass. You know, uh, just yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, take it details to receive this special research titled a colossal discovery. You must open Pokemon go during the event on Saturday, November 2nd, 2018, with during the event window in your local time zone, after you've collected it, you can complete the special research at any point. So just like the Halloween event last year, and I'm assuming the Halloween event this year as well, open it during the period that you can get it that you're eligible, eligible to start it. And once it's started, you can finish it later, even after the, window is finished. The ticket is 799 in US currency or the equivalent in your local currency and can be purchased directly from the shop. The ticket, and this is the kicker for a lot of people, cannot be purchased with polka coins.
1: Now I want to pause and ask Justin how he feels about that. I'm a little bummed about it, but it makes sense. Like I get it. I totally get it. Tickets can be purchased
0: from when they go live. Until Saturday, November 2nd to 5 p.m. in your local time zone. Stay tuned for when they go live. Uh, So that's there. You can't buy them less than two hours uh, before the event ends. And the quote unquote uncorroborated, unconfirmed leaked information is that uh, this ticket should go live for sale pretty soon here. Like in the next couple of days is what originally people were saying. But again, unconfirmed. How to purchase a ticket and access a special research. Stay tuned for when they go live and then follow these steps to get a ticket for a colossal discovery. One, tap on the learn more button in the shop. Two, tap on the purchase button. That seems pretty straightforward. Three, you will then receive a pop-up indicating that you have received a ticket for a colossal discovery. Once you click OK, the ticket will appear in your item bag. Four, before the events, you will receive a medal. When the event begins and you open the app during the event time, you'll receive access to the special research. And again, once you've started it, you know, it'll be, it's great. You, you can just, be, you can finish it later, sort of thing. Um, in addition to that, though, for an optimal gameplay experience, we recommend trying your best to complete the research on Saturday, November 2nd, during the event window. But don't worry, trainers, if you're unable to participate in this colossal event, you can look forward to Reggie Gigas coming to EX Raids next month. Okay, that was a lot to go through, but I think the gist, Is pretty understandable. Ticketed event, seven ninety nine, localized event. You're getting a bunch of features and bonuses during it, but ultimately, the Pokemon that everybody wants to get from this, even if you don't care about poses, if you don't care about the raid pass, if you don't care about the medals and all that stuff, the Pokemon in question will be available to everybody in EX raids next month. Now, there's a lot of uh, divisive feelings about this on the internet i think that's fair to say. uh we're going to do our best to try to represent each each perspective here. uh Kyle would you like to be bad cop or good cop? um i mean i can be both. so ooh I, I haven't,
2: like i got i have mixed feelings about it.
0: so okay. All right, so I'm going to ask for the unique perspective first before we go good and bad on this. Justin, as a free-to-play exclusive player, how do you feel about this? Are there things you feel like you're missing out on? Or are you not too worried about it? What's going through your head?
1: Well, here's the thing. It all comes down to the, the walk or run question again. You know, I like that they were really forward and really transparent about these things. They're including the fact that it's not hidden behind a paywall. You will have access to this Pokemon Regigigas during EX raids. So actually, let me rewind. I remember when the data miners found the $8 pass and everybody immediately started speculating, which is fine, like speculate all you want. But they were just like griping so hard on Twitter about like Niantic is money hungry. This is stupid. And I know for a fact, like a small handful of people that I was reading those comments from are all of a sudden like completely on board with this. They're like this is great. They made it worthwhile. Da da da. I'm like why why would you form a like a strong opinion before you even know what it is? I know that Niantic has a lot of frustrations with data miners because they want to put stuff in the game and test them on their own before it's launched and make sure everything runs smoothly and things like that. So obviously some things will start to appear way before they're actually launched. And it's cute and fun to like have that information ahead of time, but like just be patient. It's really that simple, you know? They'll release stuff when when they're ready to release it, when they feel like it's ready to launch. If they jump the gun and launch it too early, then it's just not going to be any fun, you know? So when people were all like angry about the $8 pass, and had no idea what it was going to be, well, now here it is. Now it's at our doorstep, and we can pick it apart. I think it's worth it. Like, if you're one of those people who spends money on the game, you're going to get your 10 free passes, and it sounds like it's going to work the way the free passes work, like the five free passes on raid days, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, It sounds like it's going to work that way. You spin out one free pass and hold on to that one free pass during, instead of it being the, the green passes, it'll be the orange one every time definitely um, and then that just that goes as far as so you can't like stack them up. So you have to earn it. You can't just like show up, pay, get your thing, move on. You have to actually earn it. I love that part of it. I think that's really cool. But the other thing is is a lot of folks are upset that yeah, they're getting 10 raid passes but the only big raids that are going to be happening, the 5 five-star raids are the reggies. So <laughs> you get the 10 free passes, but I'm if I do the event, I'm going to use most of them on completing what you need to complete for the event that I don't think it's going to take all 10. And then the extras that I have left over, I'm going to try and get each one of those costume Pokemon. I think those things are super cute and I think they're great. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. But like a lot of folks have been asking me like, are you going to do it? Are you going to play the event? Uh, I went back and forth on it and I was talking to my buddy Collar about it. And this was before I had read the entire, like everything that you just read on the, the notes on Pokemon go mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, okay, this is a really cool event. I like this idea. It feels like a go, like a mini go fest, but for everyone worldwide, so that everyone can be included. They don't have to worry about transportation to get there and stuff like that. And maybe, maybe that's a goal they're headed towards. I think that's a really cool idea. You know, they can have their own go fest wherever they are because they did that with the rain date, if you remember this past year. Oh, yeah. So that one uh, we were both eligible that for went, that. So, yeah, exactly. That went super successfully. And this is like a continuation of that kind of thing. So if this goes well, maybe next year's Go Fest will happen in places, but will also happen worldwide. Maybe it'll take two years, you know, who knows? Right. Because um, a lot of folks are upset about the travel portion and hotels and flights and all that jazz, you know. Oh, it's not fair, this and that. But this is a way to make it kind of equal across the board. And I love the idea. I think it's really great. But anyways, as I was griping to Kyler about it, he was like, Uh, I already sent you $8, so now you have to play (laughs) So you get to participate, and you still get to be a free-to-play player. And I still get to play -play. (laughs) free-to-play. I didn't ask him to do that. He's like, too late. I already sent it to you. That's amazing. That's amazing. So I think I'm going to play. Yeah. Per... Per his dime, I think I'll <laughs> play it. But
0: here, here's the other It'll question, though. Too is you, you purchased a ticket to GoFest,
1: right? I did, yeah. So I mean, this is this
0: is pretty similar anyway. I think you even if you had bought this because exactly. it's not Pokecoin uh, eligible. I mean, there's no other way to earn it in the game, playing free to play. Yeah, it. This I think that's an exception.
1: Yeah, also. I this would fall under my exception category. Yes. Okay. Someone argue? Does it make me not free to play? Sure, I can see. I can see your point of view. But as far as like day-to-day activities, I just earn my 50 coins of in-game currency as, as much as I can every day and spend that and not money, money.
0: Right. Okay. All right, cool. So Kyle, spin yeah. me a positive tale. What is great about this other than what Justin just had to say? It gives
2: access to an EX
0: Pokemon
2: without having to do an EX raid <laughs> is the positive
1: I spin first for this event. Well, let me touch on that for a second because like, <laughs> They just, what was it, last week, they added, like, like so many EX Raid yeah, gyms to, like, everywhere. So, when people were like, oh, we don't have any EX Raids, they're too far away, da-da-da, and now they're just everywhere. So, I feel like that whole issue was fixed with that. Well, well, but there's, there's two issues with the EX Raid. One is not having access
2: to EX Raids, and two is the timing for EX Raids. Very frequently, they happen at a
1: time where you can't do them, which is my personal issue, but... It's a lot of people's problem with it. I've been lucky so far. I haven't had that issue yet. I've been able to attend every single one. Killer. I think that's
2: one of the big positives for this. And I think that's a potential interesting thing going forward as they're clearly not getting rid of EX raids anytime soon. A way to rotate the EX raids and then give other people a chance who don't do EX raids a chance to get the Pokemon.
0: Okay, so I'm going to break ranks from my normal role, and I'm going to play devil's advocate and shoot mm. and shoot some, uh, some stances and arguments that I've seen about this at the two of you. So number one that I've seen, and this is probably the most powerful argument, okay, what, why put this behind a the paywall? They've released special research to everybody before. Heck, they're going to do it this month with the spooky message again, and then allegedly a couple of other things down the line, like t- a Team Rocket related thing that showed up in the code a bit ago. Why is this one behind a paywall? That doesn't make me
1: feel good as a player. See, we already stomped that because there isn't a paywall. It's going to be accessible through EX Raid. but not the special research. Just Reggie Gigas. Oh, the special research. Well, I mean, a lot of people hate the research aspect of it, anyways. I love it. Don't get me wrong. It's my. It's one of my favorite things to do. The research and the rocket stops are like my favorite thing because I love all of that, like character development and storyline and stuff like that. But a lot of people are like, "Just give me the thing." Well, this is a way for them to just get the thing you know mm-hmm. i'll definitely agree
2: with that stance i think a watered down version of the special research should have been made available for everybody who doesn't pay
1: but that that takes away from the people who did you know not necessarily so I get why they did
2: how you it depends on how you handle it
1: maybe the special
2: yeah. research includes the unova stone a lot of people have been upset about that obviously so a guaranteed yeah. one unova stone for everybody would go a yeah. decent way to appeasing some people that the other portion of it is behind a paywall.
1: True. But like remember when remember when uh, Sinnoh Stones got dropped and everybody was upset they weren't getting any, weren't getting any? How many are you sitting on right now? I have 26.
0: Yeah, I'm sitting around 30. I just yeah. trashed about 30, exactly. so I got like
1: eight. So it's, it's only a matter of time before Unova Stones will just start popping up and enough weeks will pass. People are just upset because they can't have it right now oh, for sure. And that's that very gimme-gimme attitude and that that's what super bums me out about a lot of the player base.
0: That's that's true. Um but at the same time, right? So you were talking about not having the watered down version available to players that didn't pay for the event cuz it takes away from the players that did, but that's exactly what happens at at each of the go fest. Those people that attend have early access to a very specific special research that has to do with the event and then it's augmented for a global release months later you know with Celebi and with Jirachi we saw that as well so this mm. it's looking like the trajectory of this is that it's not going to be
1: reconstituted for the general public and they're just going to put Regigigas in the x-rays See, I didn't even think about that, but that's a really good point. Yeah, maybe they will. Maybe in a couple months they will do it for the for everyone.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I hope so. So, like, while I agree that uh, with both of you guys' points, like, first of all, I mean, yes, it's a great way to get Regigigas in without having to do NEX raid. And then secondly, you know, it's a small price to pay for some people to get early access to an event and have some fun and stuff like that and stay local and things like that. I mean, $7.99 is, is so... It's so competitive for this type of event uh, in comparison to somebody that have to buy a $20 ticket, which is a low barrier to entry monetarily for GoFest, one would argue, yeah. but the travel costs for some people are in the hundreds and hundreds yeah. of dollars. So, I mean, I think this is really a bargain.
1: Eight bucks is like two Starbucks coffees, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes.
0: I mean, one if you do it right, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
1: On
2: that eight dollar topic as well, if this event does
0: include
2: boosted spawns for the pr- targeted accounts as well, and it's, it's eight hours long, it's basically you're paying eight dollars for an entire day's worth of Pokemon Go enjoyment fun. However, you that's want to that's find.
1: such a huge deal. It's a great deal.
2: I've you know you spend twelve dollars to go see a movie for two
1: hours. Yeah, I'm about to do that. <laughs> yeah.
2: so it it always it does bug me when when gamers in general get really upset about stuff that is part of playing a game when it's not like a a microtransaction nickel and diming you and it's actually like a benefit
1: yeah yeah i'm with you there kyle so i
0: i feel like the sort of people they get upset about this are also upset about season pass as a structure for free-to-play games like uh destiny does that i mean uh, (laughs) Any competitive online shooter really does that, if I'm being very honest. The difference between this and a season pass is that the content in a season pass has not become free later. It's just completely behind the paywall. And the quintessential big aspect of this, which is a Pokemon that you need to catch in order to get into your Pokedex and such, is is going to be free later. So it's even better than that setup.
2: I, I will play Devil's Advocate briefly.
0: Oh, good, because that... I'm really awful at it.
2: This is I I still stand by a stance I had before we found out the details that this is dangerous because let's say this makes them a lot of money. For example, it's going to incentivize them to do similar things in the future, but with better things to reward people who spend money. And it's just it's a it's a potential slippery slope that I can understand being
1: worried about because i'm worried about it i totally agree that what kyle was talking about is is like what most people who are angry right now about it it's like that that fear is fueling their anger i totally get that but the way to like take a step back and really analyze you know niantic is not a company that flaunts messing with their player base they do everything in in the player base best interest they try to communicate as much as they possibly can better now than they used to be better now than they ever have been. I agree. Um, For sure. And then they also really care about the player base. They really care about the game. You know, Pokemon is not their game. They're just a company that is able to run it. You know, like they have to go through so many checks and balances to make sure that it coincides with, you know, the message that the Pokemon company wants to put out and right. the message that Niantic wants to put out. So, what I'm trying to get at is the intent of a company who's producing a game. It is my understanding that Niantic is a company that has the best intentions for their player base. Therefore, I, I wouldn't really worry about this becoming a slippery slope despite them making money. The goal of a company is to make as much money as possible so that you can expand and grow. When Niantic first started, they had 52 people as a part of their company. Now they're over 250 And what have we gotten as a result? Teams. Teams of people who work, like here's a chunk of people that work on special research. Here's a chunk of people who work on Team Rocket stuff. Here's a a bunch of people who work on events and and things like that. Community management, All of these. Exactly. Community management is a huge, huge improvement for this kind of game. I can't think of any other game that's not under this umbrella that's live 24-7, has a player base as big, and has anywhere near as much passion and heart that goes into it you know so you know the bottom line is the intent of the people who produce something that we enjoy I think all of our hearts are in good hands so I would I would take the fear away I, I would know.
0: definitely agree, but but also let me offer an alternative for somebody that might not buy into that line of thought because it's mm. understandable if they wouldn't. Right, a lot of people are jaded. A lot of people, uh, you know, I, I think we had during Liz's interview uh, we had last week. One of the things she said was, "Hey, not every event is for everybody, and every everybody thinks that every event." Is for them, or it's not, and so if it's not for them, exactly. It's, it's but here, let me I tell you. I was screaming
1: when she said that. I was so stoked she said <laughs> that. I was like,
0: yes, 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 exactly. So let let me offer you a logical alternative, maybe something that would be a silver lining for this uh moving forward, kind of like an anti-slippery slope. I guess a a, a really fr- friction s- slope. Uh, what's the opposite? Of slip dry, <laughs> dry. No, that's not the, the opposite. Of dry. Oh is god, you're the getting op- into. Uh, Dirty territory. I just, uh, well, hopefully not. Um, All right. So uh, something that you were talking about earlier, Justin, about like, hey, I wonder if this is going to be where they are going to go in the future with this sort of thing. Hear me out as somebody that had a Saturday ticket that got rained out and then had the localized spawn experience later on. Mm-hmm. If this is a cheaper alternative to people that cannot afford to make a travel to a go fest, but you can buy a uh, a package, right? That's like, hey, $7.99 will get you the spawns from the event access to the a, an augmented version of the special research that's not tied to the things at the event and stuff like that. Like that would be a great alternative for maybe kids that can not convince their parents to go with them. Maybe people that can't afford to go. Maybe people that live just too far away or people that are so busy on that
1: day. You see what I'm saying? No, I totally get it. And that's, it's a cool idea. You can't let that run wild though. But if, if handled properly and tested properly, that could be amazing. So I, I guess this, this Reggie $8 event is kind of like a, test for that realm because honestly that's the kind of way i think they want to go you know i like that idea definitely
0: okay we could probably talk about this forever but we do have other things to cover in this show um and especially since we're uh, we're on a time limit here with justin so uh we're gonna put this one to bed and of course dear listener if you have any feedback or you want to continue the conversation feel free to send us an email mail at gocastpodcast.com or you know hit us up on social media we'll talk about those plugs at the end of the show as always but let's move into Gear Up.
2: So this week on Gear Up, I want to take a look at Darkrai and give you some tips on countering him in raids and whether he's useful or not. It's going to be pretty brief because it's he's really straightforward. Darkrai is a mono-dark type Pokemon. It means he's weak to fighting, bug, and fairy types. Some of those are excited to use their fairy and bug types, I'm sure. Woo! Well- Ooh, wow. Bugs, hold, hold, bugs! Hold your horses! Hold your horses! Oh, okay. okay.
1: I just want to point out what it says in the show notes here. It says number one <laughs> counter Machamp. Duh. He, he, that, <laughs> there, there's your there. There you go. <laughs> Machamp exists. He's he's about to be re- <laughs> re- he's about to be replaced.
2: He is, but not yet. But not
1: yet. This not is yet. his last gasp. <laughs> this is the wrestlers are
2: gonna get their last gasp. <laughs> he is by far the best counter for Darkrai right now. He puts everybody else to shame as he usually does when fighting type is relevant. If punch for some the dark reason you don't want to use Machamp, Hariyama is a is another option as well as Toxicroak if you just want to, you know, vary it up. All three of them using counter punch and dynamic punch. Sorry. All three of them using counter and dynamic punch. Now this is the exciting one, fairy types. There's not many situations where fairy types are actually like the top counter just because of how things are working in the game.
0: Number one, Galarian Ponyta. Just kidding. <laughs> one, day. Somebody's, one day. Somebody's heart heartbroken. It's psychic type.
1: I know. I know. People are I so know, upset. Sad. <laughs> <But> Listen, the <laughs> Disney version of Fairy is not a global cure-all for Fairy. I like that they're diversifying the Fairy effect. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. That's my piece on the matter.
0: Hot take. Hot take.
2: <laughs> but as for Counting Darkrai... The number one fairy counter is going to be Togekiss with Charm and Dazzling Gleam. And it's the number two overall counter. So mix of Togekiss and Machamp is going to be your best bet of taking down Darkrai. Togekiss becomes the number one counter if Darkrai knows Focus Blast because Togekiss will resist Focus Blast, whereas Machamp will not. Number two, wait for it. Oh, no. Granbull.
1: Ugh. What? Oh. Wait,
2: hang on. I know we talk we talk a lot of stuff about Gramble here. Charm and play rough are the choices for moves. Grant the reason Gramble's number two is it's a mono fairy type, so it resists any dark type moves that Darkrai is gonna know. Versus the number three pick, Gardevoir, with charm and dazzling gleam. But unfortunately, Gardevoir is fairy psychic, which means that it's neutral damage. From dark type moves. So not as good, unfortunately. Card of War continues to be a little lackluster. And then for those of you out there who really, really want to use their bug types. Yeah, the rest of the other ones, they, they do not matter. <laughs> Yanmega, Pinsir, Caesar, those are your bug type choices. You probably already know if you want to use a bug type, which one you're going to use. Yeah, <laughs> Chris. But yep. uh, in case you don't, Yanmega with bug bite, bug buzz pincer with bug bite and X scissor and Caesar with fury cutter and X scissor want to point out that Caesar is number
0: three. Look, <laughs> not in my heart, boyo. not in I, my I heart. Caesar is great. Yeah. But is darker any good?
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's really good. Like really, really good. He's the best dark type in the game by far right now. I don't remember if there are any more coming down the pipeline, but I, I don't think so, at least not for a few generations. But this is the one that I really like about Darkrai. His best moveset is Snarl and Shadow Ball. Ooh, wait a minute. He's only dark, though. Yes, but Shadow Ball is really good. Like, it's it's ridiculous how much damage Shadow Ball does. And everything that's weak to Dark is also weak to ghost. So even without stab, Shadow Ball does more damage than Dark Pulse, which is the other charge move that Darkrai can learn. So he is squishier than Tyranitar, but he does 30% more DPS. So,
0: Whoa. so like
2: Bite Crunch Tyranitar, it's something like 14.5 DPS. And Snarl, Shadow Ball, Darkrai does like 17.8. So it's,
0: it's pretty significant. Is that even in situations when Tyrant, like Bite Crunch Tyranitar has stab advantage? Yes, that is, that is, that, that those numbers aren't
2: counting stab, but Shadow Ball does so much damage that it doesn't matter.
0: Okay, okay,
2: gotcha. The long story short is that Dark Rye is a good addition to your teams when you're going to take down Psychic and Ghost types, and it sort of seems like there's a lot of Psychic types, especially in the higher tier raids. Are you guys excited for Dark
1: Rye? Yes. I'm Duh. pretty hype. I I did not play Generation 5, so all of this is brand new territory for me. Oh. I did pick up a copy of Black probably about four weeks ago, three, four weeks ago, and I'm going to play it eventually, but I want to do a, like a ghost snapshot playthrough of it, which I think will be fun. Gotcha, Um yeah. So all of this is brand new territory for me. I know that Darkrai has been like one of those fan favorites for quite some time, so I had heard his name kicked around, seen his face, and it, it'll be interesting to finally like put some like, Active use to all this amazing hype that I've been hearing about him for quite some time.
0: Yeah, everybody's been losing their minds since they were yeah. like, "Oh, hang on a sec." I mean, Darkrai could be a thing, and they're like, "I wonder how good Darkrai is." And like, "Whoa, hang on a sec, he's beastly and go." So, uh yes, Kyle, we're very excited. Are you Are you excited? I'm I'm excited. Darkrai is just a cool Pokemon. He looks like a ghost, but he ain't a ghost. Yes.
2: He ain't afraid of no ghost. I
0: ain't
1: afraid either. of no ghost.
0: <laughs> oh! oh! Okay, we're moving oh. on. <laughs> All <Alrighty. laughs> Hey,
1: Thanks. you get home field advantage on that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the Pokalore real quick here. It's going to be Skarmory, the iron bird Pokemon, because A, he's getting a shiny and B, I really can't think of another situation where we'd have a good excuse to talk about him other than him having a shiny. All right. Skarmory is a silver gray avian Pokemon with a long metallic blue neck, legs and tail. It has yellow eyes, a pointed beak with several pointed teeth and a triangular crest on its head. There are red feathers under the sheaths that cover its sharp wings. And each feather can be moved independently. If you've ever seen it like in the anime or like if you see it flap uh, in idle animations, it's it's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, Its wings are actually hollow, allowing it to travel up to 180 miles per hour or 300 kilometers per hour. Its feet have three toes on them, two in front and one in back, and its tail has hooked ends. It's a pretty cool looking Pokemon. Its steel wings become... Tattered and bashed in from repeated battles But once a year The battered wings grow back completely This process restores the cutting edges Its feathers are sharp enough to be used as blades Its skin and feathers are solid Because it lives and is raised in very harsh conditions And its nests are usually found in thorn bushes Where continual scratching of its skin Will eventually harden into an iron-like state However, water can cause Skarmory's hard body to rust easily So it stays in its nest on rainy days in ancient Alola, warriors would use the sharp feathers that fell off Skarmory as swords. I love the like the little flavor additions like that. That's but so just, cool. Like the world building is just so it's so fun.
1: Yeah. I love it. I love it. So, I'm all for
0: it. So stats wise, uh, max AP of 2108. Okay. Now don't, don't get discouraged. Skarmory is not bad. I'll get to that in just a second. A low attack of 148 and a stamina of 163 won't waste Skarmory down as its high defense of 226 allows it to soar in PVP. The best move set for PVP and PVE they are the same thing. It's air slash and sky attack, but specifically for PVP, Getting Flash Cannon as a second charge move is really great, especially in a mirror match situation. Skarmory is like uniquely built to be amazing in PvP. Uh, Given its moveset, it's got great energy generation and it has really great durability because of a high defense. And because of a low attack stat and such, the CP is low enough that it falls to the territory of like damage dealing tanks or bruisers rather skarmory is amazing so before we move on from the from skarmory in general the two of you want to share some love for skarmory because i could talk for days about this pokemon i love it to death boulder cup baller in a in a sentence or less than absolutely i think that kind of captures it (laughs) okay skarmory's done before we hop into the poke poll i do want to say goodbye and thank you to justin for joining us today, Justin, where can people find you on the interwebs and follow your excellent photography,
1: and especially this campaign you're doing with the Blue Playthrough? Oh, uh, well, you can find me on Instagram at pop punk Pokemon YT, um, and that's where I post exclusively just my Pokemon photographs. They are edited mostly, uh, and they're just a really fun playthrough of blue right now. I might do silver next. We'll see. Maybe I'll take a break Ooh, and do some other stuff, but please we'll see. Do. i uh, love that game. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It uh, depends. Depends on a lot of things. And then you can find me on the Twitter sphere at jcpix3. I might change that up uh, and just go full in on the pop punk Pokemon thing. But for now, it's at jcpix3, where I mostly, my Twitter feed reads like a 14-year-old's diary in the 1990s. Because all I do is tweet about nicktoons and spice girls and pop punk music it's great
0: (laughs) i love it this that's like the greatest part about you man it really is just yeah (laughs) this loving loving out loud all the things you're very passionate about that's fantastic absolutely i love katy perry i just don't talk about it very much so i feel you you should start flaunting it i wear spice girls
1: hat you should just start wearing katy perry merch dude i should she's got dope
0: merch so that's pretty yeah she does Gameplay yeah. rules. Okay. Hype. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, we'll
0: let you go. You got a movie to catch, uh, which is way more interesting than a plane. Uh, so, <laughs> we'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for joining us, Justin. Really appreciate it. Snooty
1: booties. Thanks, boys. <laughs> catch you
0: later. All right. Bye. Thanks again to Justin for joining us. Uh, he had to run off, and so we're going to pick it back up at the Pokepole. So last week's question was. How do you
2: think the new Team Go Rocket leaders will be implemented? Julius wrote in and said, After you defeat a grunt in battle, one of the leaders gets all mad and challenges you. Whatever team you're on determines who you battle. Yeah, I think that's leaning into that that foil theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. At Fish on a Heater said I think they'll be in gyms and we'll have to team up to beat them similar to regular raid bosses. That way they can be substantially harder than grunts without being prohibitive to lower level players. Maybe the three leaders could be around a tier three or four and Giovanni will come later in a tier five. Yeah, that's, a, that's an option that, that like multiplayer raid boss, but maybe with we- PVP mechanics instead.
0: Yeah, that'd be kind of interesting to see, uh, just like instead of a a shadow or a rocket version of something that already exists, like an augmented, like down to its nitty gritty sort of thing version of it. Yeah.
2: Victor wrote in and said, I honestly don't know. Maybe in Team Go Rocket Stops. Oh, this would be cool if they implemented as a bonus challenge at the end of a raid boss that could add so much lore to Pokemon Go.
0: Oh, that'd be pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, like they show up last minute, kind of like how they always do in the anime. They're like, you know, hey, everything is going just fine. And then, you know, the the theme music starts. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) TX PVP
2: said, like every other new release, a recall two days later, an announcement about why, then the real release. (laughs) (laughs) You know,
0: look, that's a a fair. Yeah,
2: it's very realistic. It's very realistic. I like (laughs) that approach.
0: It's a fair assessment, yeah. Rob says the three grunts
2: will be raid bosses with their own distinct Pokemon. Instead of an egg, you'll see their avatar before the Pokemon comes out. Giovanni will be a special EX raid boss, and you get a pass by defeating the underlings. You know, this, this are all good ideas so far. Mm-hmm. Hi Casper says I think the new Rocket characters could give us a split quest line where Mystic players have to defeat Cliff, Valor, defeat Argo, etc. And maybe the reward is your shadow bird legendary before we have another event where everyone comes together to defeat Giovanni.
0: Oh, I like that.
2: I really do. Giovanni Shadow Mewtwo? Oh,
0: uh, <laughs> Sh- but, but it's Armored Mewtwo? Yeah, Shadow Armored. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey said,
2: I'd like to see new special research featuring the Go Rocket leaders, spinning stops, purifying Pokemon, and defeating grunts who will bring you closer to a showdown against the leaders. Maybe require trainers to defeat a grunt specializing in a specific type for instance grass types equal don't tang with us is their tagline when you click on them Finally, at the next to last step you get to battle Giovanni once you defeat him and caught your shadow Mewtwo question mark <laughs> you will now be able to battle Cliff Arlo and Sierra at any time just like the team leaders see someone's thinking someone's thinking the same way
0: but not armored mewtwo that's that's the leap I wanted to see. <laughs> These
2: are all great ideas, though. I'm there's definitely a theme. Everyone thinks they're gonna a lot of people think they're going to relate to gyms and raids, which is a natural progression, of course, since we already yeah, have Pokestops.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really fair
2: assessment. This week's poll: What are you looking forward to the most during the upcoming Halloween 2019 event in Pokemon Go?
0: OK, we're going to put we're going to put Darkrai aside because I think that's a shoe in for the both of us. No but you can still put it aside for yourself. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, well then, since you have a curveball, I'm going to go first. So we save yours for, save the best for last. Is it were, <sighs> I'm really excited about the Cubone costume to Charmander. Yeah. I think he, he's adorable. Yes. I looked at all of them like, uh, yeah, I mean, they're cool, but Charmander stole my heart for sure. So
2: there's two for me. One is the Squirtle with the Yamask hat, which is really a top hat we didn't mention it earlier, but it's Oh, that's right. It's yeah. just fantastic personally and I love it. But the number one for me is Yamask coming out and the increased spawns of ghost types, specifically Litwick, because I need I need more I need Litwick. But I was gonna say more Litwick, you need, need a Litwick need in in the All first the place. Litwick, but yeah. <laughs> I really, really, really want a shiny Yamask. So I hope the rates are decent for the two weeks.
0: Yeah, me too. Me too. I guess we'll see. I'm holding out for uh, a bunch of Litwick as well, and I'll let you mention it. I think that would probably be a, a highlight for myself as well. I mean, who wouldn't be excited for that? Especially for the two of us, because we don't have one yet. So, I mean, I'll, I'll run out. If I see that silhouette anywhere, I'll run out oh, to it for on sure. foot. Yes, let's do it. But anyway, if you, dear listener, at home... Have a answer to the question. What are you looking forward to the most during the upcoming Halloween 2019 event in Pokemon Go? You can answer on our various mediums of social media, including Facebook and or Twitter when we post those questions or on Discord if you're a patron. Or you can send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. And speaking of emails. Email. Nice. We've got some emails. Uh, The first one here is from Josh. I'm going to give it a I'm going to give it a read. Josh said, I'm a new listener. By that, I mean, I've only been listening for about three months. and I literally just finished listening to the last episode, uh, which was the interview with Liz at the time of writing this email. You guys do a phenomenal job. Thank you. Even when I am experiencing burnout, the show kept me listening, setting goals, and ultimately just playing. At the moment, I'm 175,000 experience away from level 31. Reaching 40, along with completing my Canto decks, is the current grind. I'm currently missing in my Canto decks. Blastoise. Sandslash. Nidoking, King, Vileplume, Polyrath, Alakazam, Machamp, Golem, Hitmonlee, Mr. Mime, Porygon, and all of the legendary birds except for Moltres. Get this—I got Moltres when they goofed up the weekly research boxes. <laughs> but instead of Shedinja, like it was supposed to be, it was Moltres, and on top of that, it was shiny. What? <laughs> we found it.
2: We found the person who benefited from the Shedinja mishap. <laughs>
0: I was so salty. <laughs> oh I
2: remember. I
0: remember. Oh, man. Uh, Josh, I'm happy for you, though. Good fortune on yeah. you. Anyway, thanks for keeping things interesting. Northern Toaster, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Oh, that's great. That's great.
2: <laughs> Eric wrote in and said, I'm a new listener and just heard a discussion you guys had about the possibility of releasing eggs you don't want to hatch. Niantic business aside, Pokemon games have never let you release eggs. They simply must be hatched first. So in my opinion, that is a big reason why they don't allow it here. Anyway, love the show so far. Catching up on old episodes. Thanks for the hard work.
0: That's a fair point. I didn't really consider that. I mean, I suppose they would want continuity as much as possible from main series games to Pokemon Go. So I could get behind that reasoning. But
2: there is also a storage in Pokemon main series games that you can put eggs in like they they can go in the Pokemon storage.
0: That's true. Yeah, I didn't think about that either.
2: Honestly, I'd be cool with a limited egg storage so that I could manipulate how many and what eggs I'm hatching at a time. So it'd be more easy to set up, you know, nine 2Ks, nine 5Ks, nine 10Ks all at once. Give me some standby slots just so that I could shuffle around what eggs I
0: have. Even if it's just one slot like Tetris, I'd be into that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I think, you know, that... That's the first time I've I've heard of or thought of that idea. And that's a I feel like that's a nice compromise. Yeah, to the definitely. Whole thing.
0: Yeah, can't destroy them, but can have a, a hand in kind of managing them a little bit better. Yeah, I like that idea, too. So here's the email from our friend Rob, who sent this in a couple of weeks ago. We read it last week when we had Ken on and we lost the audio for that episode. And it was such a good question. I didn't want to go without reading it this week. Rob Roden. Hey, Go Casters. It's Rob again with a crazy hypothetical question. So, Niantic apparently has seen your guys' show and believes you two are the right men for the job bringing in the Pokemon contest system from Ruby Sapphire into Pokemon Go. Their only condition is you need somehow to incorporate the EX Raid invite system. So, question How would you guys introduce this into the game and how would it work? Have fun and happy catching, Rob. Oh, man. So I've,
2: I've already forgotten everything I've said from last.: Oh, week. perfect.
0: This is brand new content for us then, too.
2: <laughs> but I do want to give some people brief background for those who don't play the main series games or who never cared. The Pokemon Contest System. It was basically an alternative to battling for those games that did have it in, where every move and every Pokemon had a trait assigned to it, and those five traits were clever, tough, cool beautiful and cute. Oh, I'm so happy you remember that. Cause I don't at all. <laughs> oh, I did not remember it. I looked it up like 20 minutes ago. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember like pull back the curtain. Kyle. I remembered it. like three of them and I'm like, no, I need this information. Oh my gosh. So you would enter the Pokemon with its four moves into the contest. It would be put into a competition with like three or four other Pokemon. And then you would have a turn order. Where you would use your move, everyone else would use their move. You'd get like hearts based on what moves you used, what moves everybody else used. Some moves generated a lot of hearts, some moves generated some, but reduced everybody else's hearts. And then some moves, if you use them after you used other moves, did other things. So it was a nice, it had decent depth to it.
0: A, a non combat alternative to competitive yeah. Pokemon interactions.
2: And you could you could earn like ribbons and stuff that would show up on your Pokemon's uh, stat page. So it was there was a reward for it. But now how that translates into Pokemon Go.
0: Okay, so now that you've laid out all the framework for how contests work. And again, I'd like to thank you because I don't remember any of that. Okay, I think if I'm recalling correctly from what I remember last week, which is probably not even close to what I said last week. I Think that if you th- that gyms would have an additional option in them for interaction, which would be contests, and you can do some against uh, you know, uh, PVE related characters like NPCs. You go in there, there's like three or four different types of NPCs, and you do a, a contest, whatever the contest system would be, right? It'd be similar, it'd be short, kind of like a, a gym thing, right? Um, and then based on your performance in that gym, much like EX gyms. Now you get an invitation to come back to one of those gyms at a specific time and compete with other people that are there.
2: I have a very similar idea. Okay. In that rather than competing against just like NPCs or whatever, I think it would be really cool if this was a another way to take down gyms. Instead of battling the other Pokemon in the gym, you would have a contest against those Pokemon controlled by the AI, obviously. And it's perfect. You know, there's six Pokemon, then plus you're one. And, you know, you beat them all, you knock them out of the gym. And it would take significantly longer than just battling because you don't have to do it three times each. And then if you do that, you have a chance to get the, the pass to then compete against other people in real time at, a you know, location related to the gym.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, battling is not for everybody. I mean, I could imagine like a group of players not really being interested in like, oh, this game is all about collecting and fighting with creatures. Like, I like my cute whatever, right? I mean, like Ness loves uh, Whalmer and Nosepass, right? So it'd be a nice way for her to celebrate those sorts of Pokemon. She didn't really care for PvP and Jim battling wasn't engaging enough for her as a player, right? So this would be something that would speak to that sort of person.
2: And the nice part about it is because You you don't have to worry about like typing and stuff like that. As long as it's like the appropriate one for the contest in the games, it's that's all that mattered. The type of move didn't matter. Right. So an electric move could be a cool move or it could be a tough move, depending on what move it was. Mm -hmm. So it would definitely create different options that you could use as Pokemon as well.
0: But that's, that's such an overhaul to a system that's already growing by the day, man. Oh, for <laughs>
2: sure. But like, it would still be really cool to see.
0: Sure would. I'm not going to argue that it'd be awesome. Uh, thanks Rob for the email. Really appreciate it. Uh, again, I, it was such a good question. Had to, had to read it two weeks in a row, technically. If you have an email you want to send to us, an idea, a fun question, if you want to share a story, goals, you know we're all about that stuff. Go ahead and send it again to mail at gocastpodcast.com or we have a contact form on our website you can find uh, at gocastpodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at GoCast or like us on Facebook. I suppose you could do both if you wanted to. You don't have to choose one of those two. Actually, I'd encourage both if you ask me personally. You can find us on Facebook, The GoCast Podcast. And if you want to help support the show monetarily and also join our Patreon exclusive Discord and gain access to like our PVP remote group and all that good stuff, you can visit us on our Patreon page. That's P A T R E O N dot com forward slash GoCast Podcast. Mr. Kyle. Chris. Do you know what time it is? I do. Okay, I want to hear you say it.
2: It's goal time.
0: Oh boy, is it goal time? So lay it on me. What are you going to accomplish this week? Going big. Oh my, because okay. okay. Colossal. Not?
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that's that's in, that's in like two weeks. But okay, okay. <laughs> I want to finish my Sinister Cup team, which will take three poke. I need to make three Pokemon, I think. Potentially four if I want to replace one of them, because I'm not You know, super thrilled on them. That's going to override any Stardust goal because, yeah. It's going to eat it. (laughs) It's going to eat the Stardust, so I'm not going to keep track of that. And I need to set the goal for myself because I need it. A shiny Yamask. I want a shiny Yamask. The event starts in two days. Going to try. Going to go out after work every night. Hit all the big spawn points that I know about. So Okay. One more. One more. Okay, okay. I'm on step six of the the Jirachi research. okay, which has the visit poke stop seven days in a row. So I'm going to finish this step because it also has make three excellent curveball throws. So that might that takes a little bit of work.
0: Uh, Is there going to be a feature Pokemon with this event that would be easy to farm that? I'm trying to think. I mean, (laughs) Tauros is always a a great option and that's just around all the time for us. Yeah, Uh, I can't not from this
2: event unless you want to count the Reggie's. Starting, but like spawn wise, no. One. Yeah. That's, that's gonna be the goal. Is is that's that's the last one.
0: Finish Sinister Cup team, get a shine mask, and the Jirachi quest. You wanna finish it?
2: Yes, I'm on six, but I'm pretty I'm pretty sure seven was the either the gimme or it's the gimme. Yeah, so then I'm, I just wanna finish it.
0: Oh spoilers, it's the gimme.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> You've already gone through it once. I mean, this yeah. is the second time, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that okay. That candy. For myself, I would love to get uh also a shiny Yamask. I I think that Pokemon's fantastic. I really want. I'll farm it out if I have to. Maybe we should meet up and farm it out. That sounds great. <laughs> shiny Yamask. I want to get a Litwick. Just just one at the very least, please. I'm really please, hoping please. that that please.
2: goal is a gimme.
0: Please. Yeah, that'd just be really like, great. Come on. And then whatever Spooky Message Twenty Nineteen is, I want to finish it.
2: Oh, good luck. Oh, my God. If it's the same as it was last year. I think I did it mostly in one day last year. It was
0: like feed
2: 108 berries, catch 108 Pokemon, and then do 108 something else. All the the
0: 108 stuff. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, um, I I already wrote it down, and it is in pencil, so I could erase it, but I'm going to pretend that it's in stone. So uh, I'm committed. (laughs) There we go. Okay. So that's it for this episode of GoCast. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll see you guys next week for episode 68. We'll also have a guest next week. So a little surprise in that. Just you'll have to tune in to find out, I guess. Uh, See you then. Bye-bye. Bye.